Yo, what up, what up, what up, what up, what up? It's your boy Lewis Says Black coming to you with another podcast. On this one, I'm going to keep it short and brief. I just want to address my Cowboys Nation. And this one is exclusively dedicated to the Dallas Cowboys fans and fanatics. That's a group that I am on on Facebook. I'm very happy and thankful to be a part of that group. There's some good guys and girls up in there, man. And we get good fellowship and I... Will always tell people that that group is a very good sanctuary for your much persecuted Cowboys fan. So I just want to talk about where this season is at and what's been going on. As we know that we've um, we've had a rough start. We wound up having a heart attack of a game with Atlanta that went down to the very last minute. Which shows me that we can always rely on guys like uh, C.D. Lamb, our rookie receiver. And Gallup has been clutch with that one that we won against the Giants. But that Giants was really um, a win-loss in the situation because I'd rather just that game not have went down and we could still have Dak. As we all know, Dak went down with an ankle injury. They're saying that it's going to take about four or six months of uh, good rehab for him to get back up and running so hopefully we can have him in spring training camp if you will or whenever practice starts for the NFL guys I know it usually pops off around the spring or the summertime a lot of the big concern is what's going to happen contractually because as it is they just had him on a franchise tag so it makes you wonder Are they going to bring him back and give him another chance? And will it be time to renegotiate? Or are they going to try to franchise him again? Or if he's back and he's feeling good with the fact that he's out there as damn near like a free agent, is this man going to start moonlighting with other teams and exploring his options? Because I'd hate for it to be a situation to where... All of a sudden, he starts moonlighting with other teams, and it's a team that believes in him. And we might as well admit it, every team has a good receiving core now. See, back in the days, you could keep a quarterback because not every team had a dope-ass receiving core. Whereas now, please, every team has bomb-ass receivers. Every team has bomb-ass running backs. It's just really about the defenses and just how well the quarterback is able to utilize his tools or whatnot. So he could go anywhere and have two or three good targets that can get up there and uh, get those passes. And I'd hate for it to be a situation where they're offering the type of money that he was asking and more. Because one of the bad things is his negotiations went so public where it's like, okay, now as a GM, already know wow so Dak would be really happy if I came to him with 42 million or something like that they already know what the number is it's here nor there the immediate situation is hand at hand is we are facing off against the Arizona Cardinals and we're gonna have to do this under Andy Dalton Of course, a lot of us over at Cowboys Nation aren't freaking out as much as we would have last year if it would have been Cooper Rush in charge because he was a true backup quarterback. Every time he would get in, he would act like he didn't know what the fuck he was doing. I mean, even during the preseason, 
he would just get out there and just couldn't complete nothing. Couldn't couldn't hit a barnyard door. Or should I say, no, nah, let me be even more vacant. He couldn't hit a barnyard with a baseball. Standing three feet away from it. Whereas with Andy Dalton, just as of recently, he was, you know, starting and doing his thing with the Bengals. Then they wound up going for a top draft pick and he just realized like, okay, they're trying to phase me out. If I'm going to be a backup, let me be a backup somewhere else. Let me be a backup maybe close to home because he's a Texas native. And let me see if they can, you know, just maybe throw me a couple of dollars here and there. And he proved to be decent as far as a pass completion, because at the end of the day, we have to admit that what really got us in field goal range to go ahead and seal the deal was those nice, those two nice passes that he made to Gallup and shouts out to Gallup. Gallup may not be your main target. He may not be your franchise receiver he may not be all over the billboards like Amari Cooper but that man is clutch and one thing I respect about Gallup is he know he's got what I call foot control he is aware of where his feet are and he makes sure that he he always makes sure that he number one he gains control and he always makes sure that he does something to keep his feet right on the field and then he gracefully goes out of bounds so it's like, what more can we ask for? You got good hands. You got good feet work. Then after all of that, you managed to fall out of bounds. So we don't have to burn a timeout. We could take our time getting up to the field and we could throw another one. What impressed me with Dalton was that long bomb that he threw to Gallup because it's just I always get nervous. And I just for some reason just felt like I know that one's going to be missed. But then he caught it. And once again, was able to just get his feet in. I swear, it's just the Cowboys are all about suspense. Well, for a guy like Gallup, why don't you just let him go vertical? Keep him away from the, even though he's good at it, keep him away from the sidelines. Just keep him in the middle of the field. Because what I've noticed is if you give it to him in the middle of the field, he's got some, he's got some jets on him. And then it can just be a foot race. How do we win? The defense is trash. It is what it is. Part of it is some injuries. But sometimes when I look at it, it's like, all right, we're missing a a few people here and there. But the main thing is, okay, we're missing Sean Lee. We're missing Van Der Esch. But good news, Cowboys Nation. They say that Van Der Esch is going to be making a comeback. Yep, they say that Van Der Esch is going to be making a comeback and he's going to be playing in tomorrow's game. Um, at the first sign of adversity, I'm saying take him out because I don't want to risk, you know, fucking this kid up long term, man. He's a very good piece. One of the things I like about him is it's not about just his athletic ability. It's his energy, too. We've all seen it, man. Jalen Brown and Vander Esch, they are the dynamic duo, man. The thing I love about them, man, is I don't know when or how they established their bond. I'm pretty sure that they probably, uh, you know, went out for lunch or something and probably hung out. And they've probably really gotten to know each other and really talk. But you can tell that these guys are really there for each other, man. Jalen Brown lays somebody out, man. The first person right there to congratulate him is Vander Esch. Van Der Esch knocks the Cowboys' snot 
out of somebody. And then Jalen Brown is right there to congratulate him, man. They got a good chemistry, man, and I feel like they keep each other going, and you need that. The first thing that you need is you need to be able to motivate yourself and keep yourself going, but it's also good to have teammates around you that can actually keep everything, that can keep you motivated, keep you in the game when you're feeling down, pick you up when you're down, and keep you up when you're up. So it's going to be good to see them back on there. We need it. But even with those two out there, we're just not the same defense from last year and definitely not the same defense from a few years ago. So our best defense is going to be offense. And when I say that, I say this. All right, Dalton, this this is, is going to be his first time starting as a Cowboy, but guess who's been starting for a very long time? About damn near as long as, uh, Zach, as Dak has been starting. Zeke Forgive me if I was about to say Zach It's because I was saying Zeke and Dak at the same time We gotta let them run the ball I'm noticing the teams that have success against us What they do is they utilize their run game And then they know that our defense is trash as it is So then they tire us out then as soon as we get tired and we start holding our hand, putting our hands on our hips, hands on our knees, trying to catch a breath, then all of a sudden they go long on us, man, and they air us out. We have to give these teams the same medicine that our defense has been getting. Let Zeke pick it up, man. If you let Zeke get into a rhythm... He's good for six, seven, to eight yards to carry. Feed him. He doesn't do that little spoon thing in first just because it looks cool, even though it does look cool. He's trying to tell you, feed me. Feed me and we can keep the other team off of the field, man. We can keep that other offense off of the field. And we can keep this terrible defense off of the field. That is going to be key. I'm talking about clock control. I don't know if it was against... Matter of fact, it was. It was against the Giants where me and the uh, Cowboys fanatics, we were all saying at the same time, like, the passing game is not working. We have to run it. Let that be the reason we lost Dak because Dak even decided to take it to the ground. And when we ran it, we scored. And I swear we took about five or six minutes off the clock. We need possessions like that where we're taking five or six minutes off of the clock and then we're scoring. And then let that be the reason the defense can do what they do, and then we come back and we take some time off the clock. It needs to be about clock control. Clock control, clock control. I hate to repeat myself, but guess what? Clock control. That is going to be the name of the game. And hopefully Dalton can find himself into a rhythm with these three amazing receivers that we have in Cooper, Gallup, and CeeDee Lamb the rookie and he's just amazing I see he's got his own little thing where if he gets the first down he does his own little kind of signature thing where he kind of points you know right towards the end zone so he's very entertaining to watch he's already kind of making the household name for himself he's growing into his own and he's definitely living up to the hype of wearing that number I feel like when you wear that number 88 you put a lot of pressure on yourself it seems like they just basically semi-retired a number, and they only let you wear that number if you prove that you know how to be cold and you know how to make shit happen. 
kicking wise uh we need to definitely use that to our advantage which is the name of the game is by any means necessary no matter where they punt the ball to us or if they kick it off to us where we get to the name of the game is we got to get within their 40 or 30. I mean, the man can hit it from 60 and he can hit it from 50, but that's a lot of pressure. So I say the name of the game is if we can get within their 40 or within their 30 at any given time, at least count us in for three because we got Legatron, a.k.a. Greg DeLeg. And he's good. And Cowboys Nation, I'm just so happy that we have him. Because that kicker that we had last year, I'm forgetting his name and I'm not even about to go to Google. Because I always say, well, I guess if you got Google, I don't, I'm not even going to go to Google to look up his name because he just frustrated me. There were some games when I look at the margin of our loss, I say, wow, if he would have just hit his two field goals, we would have won by three. It was one game where he missed two field goals and we literally wound up losing by like six points or five points. It was some crazy shit. Like if he would have just hit his field goals, we would have been all right. And there was no excuse because only because Greg DeLeg has proven himself will teams push him and get him to try to uh, hit it from 60. It really looks like he's only been on the Rams and then been with us. But for the most part, your average kicker We'll barely even ask you to do it at 50. If we're at the 50, we'll do whatever we can do to make a big play. The Cowboys are good for that so that we can at least get you within that 40, 30-yard range. And he was just missing and missing. Whereas with Greg, I'm very confident. I think he missed one early in the season. And I was like, oh, my God, here we go again. But then it's like, all right, he's been doing good. So we definitely got a kick. We definitely got a run. And we definitely got to establish some type of passing game. But we cannot live or die by the pass because we would die by it. That's another thing, too. This is a new day and age. Just like I said, every team has a bunch of just mad athletic receivers. Every team has some good-ass D-backs that will not only hit you, but if given the chance, they will pick you off. And these kids are fast nowadays. So they, it will be a pick six. They will take it to the rack and then do that whole little thing where they take a group pitch or act like they're doing it or whatnot. Just like how the NBA has accelerated and everybody's like a little baby Michael. Everybody's like a little baby Kobe in the sense. Man, when it comes to these deep defenses, man, everybody's like either a little baby John Lynch or like a little baby Deion Sanders. They're all running fast-ass 40s. They all got nice hands. They all know how to pick you off or hit the hell out of you. So we just have to be wary of that. We have to be mindful of that. Dalton seems very concentrated, so that's cool because I definitely do not want to put our receivers in danger. We are playing hurt, Cowboys Nation. We basically are playing with a second string D-line and a second string set of middle linebackers led by Jalen Smith. So we just got to come all in together. And the sad part about all this, with everything that has been going on, we still have a shot at the division. 
art of vision is that bad. The NSC East is that bad to where with what we got going on, with the record that we have sitting at two and three, if we could win this game, and basically that would set us at 500, at 500, we would wind up being the top of the division. And if we keep on knocking out our division rivals and figuring out a way to win some games here and there, we could have a legit shot at getting into the playoffs. This is going to be a wild season for us. This is one This is one that was made for the records. The ironic thing is Dak was actually setting records. He had like three, three consecutive games where he threw for 450 yards. And we were still losing. Sometimes I have to pinch myself to wonder, am I dreaming? Am I in a Cowboys nightmare? Am I going to wake up and it's Sunday afternoon and it's the beginning of the Cowboys season and they're rocking and rolling where maybe at best they lose the first game, but then they go on a nice run? Who knows? But all we can do is just tune in. Shouts out to Brian Williams over at the Fanatics. Shouts out to Lee Rodriguez. Shouts out to Laura French. Shouts out to Brittany. Those are just names that I just vaguely remember from the comment sections whenever we do our Cowboys thread. So I will be tuning in with you guys and I will be posting this to the site tomorrow morning at some point. And let's just really come together. Let's really come together and let's do our part as the fanatics and let's keep that energy up, man. And let's be do or die about it, man. Because all, we all know that if they were like damn near 4-0, 5-0 right now, you know how us Cowboys fans are. We'd be like, oh yeah, Cowboys, we're going to the Super Bowl this year. So we got to have that same energy, even though we are facing a little bit of adversity. And in the words of my little daughter, Back when I saw, back when I bought her a singing My Little Pony, we we got this, we got this, we got this, <laughs> we got this. All right, y'all, peace out. You can follow me at Lewis Says Black. That's my handle on Twitter and Instagram. All together, just Lewis Says Black. You already know how to find me on the Facebook and even on YouTube. You can catch me at Black Legacy Entertainment. Let's do it. Let's see what's happening. Cardinals are Cardinals are coming to our house. We must defend our house. Like we would defend a house when it's being burglarized. That's how we need to start treating it. You're not going to come to my house and smack me all up in the mouth in front of my wife and my babies. <laughs> Peace out.
Let's go. 